Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you again for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Let's pick up where we left off in the last episode, okay? We're in John chapter 18. And verse 28 is what we covered in the last episode. It's amazing how we spent the whole time on on one verse. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, But this is really important. I want you to reflect upon this and and really meditate upon this. Let me read this verse again. It says, Then they led Jesus. This is after he's been arrested. He's been taken to a couple places. From Caiaphas into the Praetorium. And it was early. And they themselves, or who's they? This is the Jewish leadership, apparently with the entire cohort that uh, Roman soldiers had been with, some 600 soldiers. They themselves, the Jewish leadership, did not enter into the praetorium, so they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. So as we saw last time, Jesus did not eat the Passover meal properly. This day that he's being arrested, this day that he's about to be killed— was actually the day of preparation where they would kill the Passover lamb. And I just find it interesting that the Jewish leadership was so concerned about not being defiled, about being pure to where they eat the Passover meal, but they had no problem with arresting somebody. <clears throat> they had no problem with setting Jesus up to be killed. They had no problem with getting rid of him. I mean, they'd actually had discussion through the months and through the years about how to arrest him. And they would say, no, we can't do it. Let's not do it now because it's the feast time. It's the festival time, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now they had reached a point to where they did not consider it to be a defiling act to set someone up and to bring him before the political powers to be to be executed. They had no problem with that. They wanted him executed to where they could sit down and have their religious meal. And you say, well, boy, I'm glad we don't live in days like that. Uh, Folks, we do. Okay? That religious mindset is still totally prevalent. You will see it where it's just radically obvious. You'll see people with clerical garbs on, ranting and raving about rights of lawbreakers, for instance. It's rights of lawbreakers. And yet these same people see nothing wrong with aborting babies at any port and any time in a pregnancy. And they feign themselves and communicate themselves to be religious leaders and religious rulers. The same mindset is highly prevalent in the world today. And so this is what a, a religionist does. Okay, Because remember, remember what Caiaphas has said, the same Caiaphas right here. Caiaphas had said earlier, it's better for one man to die than for us to lose everything we've got. And he wasn't talking just about the Jewish people losing their nation or something like that. No, he was talking about the Jewish leadership losing the deal they had with the Roman government, losing the life they, lifestyle they had. That mindset is still prevalent. So they bring Jesus to the praetorium. Verse 29, listen to this. Therefore, therefore, Remember what that word, every time you see therefore, look to see what it's there for. You know, a much overused little phrase, but the truth nonetheless. Therefore what? Well, read the rest of it and we'll see. Therefore, Pilate went out to meet them. Oh, since the Jews would not come into the praetorium, the Jewish leadership, Pilate went out from there, went out from his seat, 
went out from his place of meeting right here, okay, and went out to meet them. I think that gives us a little insight right here of the hand and glove kind of relationship between the Jewish leadership and the Roman leadership. Pilate just wanted everything to go smooth. We'll see that as we go through here, okay? The last thing he wanted was a ruckus. The last thing he wanted was an uprising among the people. This would give him trouble with Rome. He liked his cushy position. Uh, I think there was actually some family thing here. I think one commentator said that Pilate's wife was actually Caesar's granddaughter. Okay. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I know that was said in one commentary, right? So if it's written down, it must be true. <laughs> we know better than that. But anyway, either way, Pilate did not want there to be any kind of disruption. So he says, okay, these guys don't want to consider themselves to be defiled, so I'll go out there and meet with them. <coughs> so he goes out, and he asks him this question, verse 29. What accusation do you bring against this man? So they've got Jesus right here, and he's saying, okay, what's the accusation? What has he done? Verse 30. They answered and said to him. So the Jewish leadership answers and says to Pilate, if this man were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him to you. What? They're saying, he's an evildoer, so we brought him to you. Pilate asked for the accusation. What law did he break? Okay, what has he done? Well, he's done evil, so we brought him to you. Well, that's not going to work. Verse 31. So Pilate said to them, take him yourself and judge him according to your law. And we're going to see uh, in a few verses, and maybe it's in one of the cross-references in the Gospels, I don't remember. But either way, Pilate saw through all this. He knew that the Jewish leadership was envious of Jesus. Okay? He knew that the problem lied within the Jewish leadership. He saw through this stuff. So he said, hey, you take him, you judge him according to your laws. Obviously, if it had been a problem of a Roman law, they would have brought up the Roman law. They would have brought up the civil law. But it wasn't a problem of a Roman law. It wasn't a problem of the civil law. They said it themselves. This man is an evildoer. It was a moral problem from the perspective of the Jewish leadership. And Pilate's sitting there saying, hey, I'm not your moralist. I'm not the one to do this kind of stuff. You take him. You judge him yourself according to your law. And so then the Jews say to him, we're not permitted to put anyone to death. Well, man, that sort of ups the ante right there, doesn't it? They still haven't told Pilate what he's accused of. But Pilate has just learned that whatever it is, this evil they're so concerned about, they're wanting to kill him. But they're saying that they're not permitted to put him one to death. Well, they actually were. According to the law, if he had broken the law, then there were several portions of the law that if you break it, you take them outside the city gates and you stone them. Okay? You stone them. You put them to death. Well, what they were doing is they were mixing the law of God with the law of man. And they were doing this to their benefit. So they said, oh, we're not permitted to put anyone to death. They're not permitted to put anyone to death under the Roman law. So what they're wanting to say is, our Jewish law says you can't do this, and we have determined this guy's an evildoer. Okay? And because of that, we want you to apply the Roman law to him. Folks, we see the same thing happen all the time in the world today. Even in, in the nation, the United States today, you see the same mindset and the same type of thing. Oh, this is offensive to my religious belief and my religious law, so therefore I want you to put them to death. 
It's just happened this week. It just happened yesterday. A major, major, major uh, Internet presence. I'm not going to get into the guy's name. People say, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Anytime you hear somebody throwing out ad hominem attacks like that, you know something's not right. And so uh, this guy has done phenomenal work through the years. I'm talking about decades, 20, 25 years of uh, uh, research, undercover, investigative journalism, this kind of stuff, has been absolutely purged off the Internet by YouTube, by Facebook, by uh, Spotify. He's still on Twitter for as of today, okay? Uh, just attack a, a because we don't agree with what he says. We don't agree what he says. And this is just the beginning. Okay, This type of stuff is going to, as a matter of fact, it's going to snowball like you would not believe, even to the point we're not, we're probably not going to be able to even gather together like this. Folks like me, you know, somebody's just a little nobody in relationship to the greater scheme of things will be purged and will be banned from these type of gatherings. And so that's what they were doing. They wanted to put him to death. They wanted to get him out of their life. It continues, verse 32. To fulfill the word of Jesus, which he had spoke, signifying by what kind of death he was about to die. John was saying this was to fulfill what Jesus had already said was going to occur. It would take what happened within the religious leadership, what's happening within Roman leadership. The world and religion would kill Jesus. And they would be very proud of it and think that they were victorious. (laughs) They had a surprise coming, did they not? Anyway, my time's up. We'll continue with this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Goodbye.